everybody, Deborah Dondelinger here. Welcome back to Tapping This Week, a short and sweet podcast where I talk about some archetypal energies of the week and we do some tapping. And this is all in support of you becoming more comfortable and confident with yourself and who you are, continuing on your path of personal and spiritual growth. And really it's about, um, the term I like to use is feisty, spirited, tender-hearted souls. It's those of us who have this intelligence and this sensitivity, this strong desire to make an impact on the world, but also this deep receptivity to the energies around us. So how do you manage those two, those two um, contradictory states? They're not necessarily contradictory. They sort of wrap around themselves. So feisty, spirited, and tender-hearted. If that's you, then I'm glad you're here listening. If that's not you, I'm also glad that you're here listening. Yeah, I can sometimes put my foot in my mouth. That's pretty funny. Okay, we're ta- they were talking about three different energies. And okay, I will date this. This is April the 14th. Um, we have spring here in the Northern Hemisphere. And thank goodness, well, except for the Midwest, which has just got hammered by a winter storm. But the energy that we that we go through every time this year, and it was last week, which was actually my birthday week, is the energy of shock and initiation and transformation. And this this shock, this energy of shock can bring changes to people. It can bring sudden insights. It can bring some unsettling energy. But but I love what a client told me last week. He said, I'm shocked at how helpful this is. So shock can be a doorway to change. And he was talking, I was talk, working with him on his human design chart and the information there he just found very helpful. But I'm shocked at how helpful this is. For me, my the shocks I went through last week is tuning into a very old wound that really is showing up and wanting to be changed. So just take a moment and notice what shocks, what surprises, what initiatory doorways or doors were open for you last week and see if anything comes to mind. And then we move into the archetypal energy this week, which has to do, it's the 42nd I Ching hexagram human design gate or gene key, 42nd, and it's finishing things. It is, oh, this is such a great energy. It, it is acknowledging that everything ends. Our bodies end, our childhood ends, our adulthood ends. Things die, things turn to dust, things transform. Everything ends. And can you feel how much we try to hold on to form? You know, you know the youthful skin, the, the perfect figure, the money in the bank account. We try to hold on to things for some indefinite ending that's never going to come. And if you can feel into the energy that everything ends... That means the wounding, the surprise that happened last week to you, if there's any turmoil or or any pain, that will also end. And then we move into the third archetype, which is about beginnings, and it's more about change. It's about the energy for change will arrive. So just like everything ends, everything changes, everything starts. This is a rather abstract um, conversation so far. So I want us to go to something involving our parents. Now, parents are interesting. You know, so for, for most of us, our relationship with our parents is our first experience of God. Unless we happen to have a very strong faith as a child, which some of you do. Our first experience of our parents is our first experience of God. Authority figures who are supposed to take care of us. 
And the worldview that we develop towards God's source energy is often informed by the wounds that we had with our parents. So if they didn't take care of you well, if they disappointed you, if they failed you, what do we do with that? Are we willing to acknowledge how hurt we were without collapsing? Because if you think about it as a child, we're relying on our parents to survive. We're relying on our caretakers. There is a deep biological need to be protected by adults. So we can't admit, we can't admit that we've been hurt by them because we're still trying to survive. But the energy of the third jinky, the third gate that's coming up, lets us really move from this energy of survival to this energy of flourishing and connection. So you might think your rage or your anger, or your pain with your parents is gonna is, is never ending. I have this experience sometimes. I'm like, if I go into this rage, it will I will never find the bottom of it. I will go through the earth, out the other side, end up in space, and there's no end. But that's not true. But sometimes the answer we're looking for, the reassurance, the validation, the approval, the sense of place, it's not gonna come from our parents. It's going to come from within. It's going to come from our connection to source, to the bigger picture. So as we're in the energy of this 42nd, finishing things, ending things, decay, things end, things die. Is there something showing up on your healing journey that you're ready to say goodbye to? Or heck, maybe you're just first aware of it and you're not sure you're ready to say goodbye to it. Just take a moment and see if anything comes to mind. And I suppose the question I would ask is, where are you now in relationship to your parents, to your childhood? And are there any leftover scabs or wounds or disappointments, rage, anger, grief? See what comes to mind. Okay, we're tapping. I'll use my own language for my experience or something similar to my experience. Please tap along using these words and you'll find that your own issue might also drop. And then if you need to do some more tapping on your own, I invite you to do that. As always, please visit my website, deborahdondelinger.com, also known as EFT with Deborah, spelled the long way, um, for a page on how to tap and I have all my other past podcasts and articles. And it's a beautiful site. It was just redone a couple months ago by my very talented web designer. So just go take a look to see all the awesome photographs. Um, Okay, we're tapping. So as I notice this old wounding with my parents and it feels uncomfortable and I don't know if it will ever end, I deeply and completely accept myself. As I notice this part of me that's been stuck in the past, I deeply and completely accept myself. As I notice this old grievance I hold, this old pain, the ways that my parents failed me, I deeply and completely accept myself. Moving through the points, I begin with the eyebrow, feeling disappointed in my parents. Side of the eye, I don't even like saying that out loud. Under the eye, I should be grateful for what they gave me. Under the nose. Feeling disappointed. Chin point, feeling unseen. 
collarbone. Feeling unloved. Under the arm, feeling unseen. Top of the head, feeling unrecognized. Keep going with the points, eyebrow. They were too tied up with their stuff. They were so tied up with their lives. They were limited by their childhoods. And they just couldn't see me the way I wanted to be seen. Part of me is really angry about that. Part of me is really angry about that. Go ahead and add in the anger point. It's below the breast, um, along the crease line between the ribs and the breast tissue, sort of um, center of the breast. For men, it's about four inches under the nipple. You're on a rib, and it might be sore. There might be a lymph node in there. So on the anger point, um, this old anger and disappointment with my parents. Part of me thinks I should get over it. But part of me wants to acknowledge what hurts. Okay, stop there, take a breath. So here's the thing, here's what happens. When we discount our pain, because we think, oh, I should know better, I had it pretty easy, who am I to whine or care? But when we discount our pain, we also discount our hunger. We discount this heart-based need we have for validation, for approval, for acceptance, for love. And what happens is we get confused. We think, well, I have this need. My parents can't give it to me, so I can't get it. So let's pretend I don't have this need. But that is so far from the truth. This need of yours can be met. It can be met by people in your life. It can be met by your connection to source. It can be met by yourself. So can we start to tease out the two, the disappointment, what we didn't get, and the heartfelt need that we have for these qualities from a parental figure, from an authority figure, from a loving, compassionate authority greater than us. I'm in a small group coaching um, in a business intensive with Mark Silver, Heart of Business, and he does this. He's a Sufi. um, I don't know if he's a Sufi master. I know the terms are very precise. But he does this beautiful invocation at the start of our group. And there's something so reassuring when you bring in this outside authority that loves you. When you bring in support from something bigger than you and stronger than you. For some of you, you might that doesn't fit yet. But for many of us, we've worked our way from doing it ourselves, from proving it that we can do it ourselves. And now we're surrendering into a bigger picture, into something where we are supported and we can receive. Hmm. Okay, on the side of the hand point. As I notice what I want, I'm willing to trust that my heart's needs are important. as I notice what I feel like I didn't get. I'm willing to trust that what my heart wants is valid. As I notice how mad I feel that I didn't get what I needed. I'm willing to say, universe, show me another way. (laughs) 
Moving to the points, I begin with the eyebrow. I didn't get what I needed. Side of the eye. I didn't get what would fill my heart. I was in physical and emotional pain. I'm not in pain now. But part of me is still needy. And I use needy in a good way. We, we um, all have this desire to be seen and connected and loved and respected and validated. <sighs> Heck, bless you. Keep tapping. Yes, I honor my desire to be seen. I honor my desire to feel appreciated. Keep moving through the points. I honor my desire to feel understood. I honor my desire to be helpful. I honor my desire to be myself. I honor my desire to feel relaxed and comfortable as myself. I honor my desire to know that I matter and so does every single other person in the world around me. Nice deep breath. There is a beautiful um, poem, an ancient South American Aztec poem that's been going around on Facebook and on some New Age blogs. I've actually written to a professor at the University of Texas who is a a Mexican-American and he translates ancient Aztec poetry and I'm asking to find where did this poem come from because I've only seen it in its English form. And I'm going to read to you, I want to read to you this ancient Aztec blessing. The translation of this ancient Aztec blessing. I release my parents from the feeling that they have already failed me. I release my children from the need to bring pride to me, that they may write their own ways according to their hearts that whisper all the time in their ears. I release my partner from the obligation to complete myself. I do not lack anything. I learn with all beings all the time. I thank my grandparents and forefathers who have gathered so that I can breathe life today. I release them from past failures and unfulfilled desires, aware that they have done their best to resolve their situations within the consciousness they had at that moment. I honor you, I love you, and I recognize you as innocent. I am transparent before your eyes, so they know that I do not hide or owe anything than being true to myself and to my very existence, that walking with the wisdom of the heart, I am aware that I fulfill my life purpose, free from invisible and visible family loyalties that might disturb my peace and happiness, which are my only responsibilities. I renounce the role of savior, of being the one who unites or fulfills the expectation of others. Learning through and only through love, I bless my essence, my way of expressing, even though somebody may not understand me. 
I understand myself because I alone have lived and experienced my history. Because I know myself, know who I am, what I feel, what I do, and why I do it. I respect and approve of myself. I honor the divinity in me and in you. We are free. And the attribution says this, this ancient blessing was created in the Nahuatl language spoken in Mexico. And I'm still looking for a source. And if I find it, I'll put it on the, on my podcast page. Hmm, okay, well, thank you for listening and tapping along. I wish you a wonderful week. And until next time, thank you. Mm-hmm.